The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If it's the weekend, it's time to have fun with your pet. But when it comes to technology, apps, and what's hot, you don't want to waste money or waste your or your pet's time. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. In today's show, Lorian and her guests will keep you in the know to keep your pet happy as well as you and your family. Now here's your host, Lorian Clemens. Happy Saturday, pet lovers. Today on Pet Lover Geek, we're going to do something a wee bit different. You know, normally we talk about tech gadgets and cutting-edge science and technology for our pets, but today we're going to do something a little bit different, a little bit more fun, and just kind of goofy. Um, we're going to dig into the world of pets on social media and pet blogging. Now, listen, I'm not talking about that endless stream of furball pictures that you would see if you were a friend of mine on Facebook. I mean, come on, if you're listening to this show, I would wager that you share, I don't know, minimum four or five pictures of your fur kids somewhere on social media every single week, if not every single day. But what I'm talking about are folks that actually take the sharing their pets' lives and everything like that on social media. They take it beyond that picture of the Boston Terrier in the sweater her grandma just sent her in the mail. Because, yes, my mom does knit sweaters for my dogs all the time. It's true. But I'm talking about people who actually create a social media account for the sole purpose of celebrating their fur kids or even take it a step further, they've created an entire blog and brand about their fur kid or their feather kid or scale kid or whatever, whatever kind of animal they have. So there's an entire segment of the pet industry that is made up of professional pet bloggers. And and these guys are amazing. And they, much like their pets, come in all sorts of variations. We've got everything from small little micro blogs, something you might only find on Facebook or you only find on Instagram, to folks, like I said, that have entire websites devoted to what they're doing in the pet blogging world. So I've invited today my good friend, Carol Bryant. She's the creator of an amazing blog and brand called Fidos of Reality. And she's also the marketing and social media manager for Blog Paws. And I've invited her to come on today, tell us all about this world of pet blogging, and even give us some insight if you were interested maybe in starting, what that would be like. So Carol, welcome to Pet Lover Geek. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. This is exciting. I know. I'm, 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 well, you and I have been talking about coming on the show for a while, so I'm glad you can finally come on. So Absolutely. Let's just dig on in, and I want to start with you personally. How did you get into pet blogging? You know, I was looking for information on places to go and travel with my pet. I'm a lifelong Cocker Spaniel mom. I've had, had pets my whole life, and I wanted to do some traveling, and I didn't want to leave the dog behind. And so looking online, I thought, you know, this we're going back a few years. There just wasn't a resource for that back then. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the information that was out there wasn't updated. It wasn't correct. So I thought someone's got to do something about that. And if I'm looking for it, certainly other pet parents are looking for it. And we call ourselves pet parents because that's what we are. Mm-hmm. So I created Five Dose of Reality, and it really is stripping the layers away and giving dog moms and dads what they really want, and that's the truth. We all want to know what what you can really do with your dog and have fun with, but also the hardcore facts and health and wellness. And so my dogs are my inspiration for it, but it's it's really become a life force of its own. And, and it's, 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 it really truly is being a journalist for the dog world. It certainly is, and I research with the integrity and that's the biggest part of being online I think and you're writing about pets for pet lovers and you want it to be the truth you want it to be well researched so I make sure when I'm writing that I get the good resources and I do the homework because everybody can tell a story but not everybody tells the truth 
you know? Right. Yeah. And so that's where the dose of reality comes in. And uh, it, it's been so much fun. And it's not without its share of work, though. Let me tell you right now, Glorian, not without its share of work. <laughs> right. It's, it's, and, and for you, it's certainly not a hobby. For you, this has become your career. But it started off as more of a hobby, right? It did. It start, you know, and then social media. And let's get some cute pictures up of my dog. And lo and behold, and I'm sure you can attest to this, you go somewhere without your dog and people don't talk. Who are you? And where's that thing at the end of the leash? Right. And so yeah, I go to conferences and they want to meet my dog. And it's just, I don't know, pets really, they say pets are the new kids and pets are the new pets. They're, they're, they, this is the year of the pet. I really right. believe, you know, Chinese New Year, they're saying it's the rooster. So no, no, no. It's the year of the dog, the cat, the bunny. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And and then so so you've you've made a full career of this and and it's been taken even one step further and you've uh you've gone and become part of Blog Pause. And and I of course know all about Blog Pause. I've been to a couple of the conferences myself as you know, but but tell our listeners about it. What is Blog Pause? Yeah, so Blog Pause uh was founded in 2009 and basically it was three people that said, "You know, there's a lot of things going on for the mom bloggers. Back then we called them mommy bloggers. Where's that where's that particular niche for the pet pet blogger, the person who their pet is a part of their family? And from there it's become education and conference and learning and programs. Bottom line though, Blog Pause has this yearly conference and anybody who blogs or is on social media or wants to be and in some capacity talks about pets should come to this. It really, it teaches you everything you need to know if, if you're a hobbyist, if you're into pet rescue, or you want to make it a serious business and monetize, make some money on it. Uh, it's really, that's been where, when I wanted to take my blog and do something about it to make money, mm-hmm. uh, I, I knew, you know, we can be in as many different careers as we want in our life and, and change our, you know, change gears as frequently as we want. We're modern women, we're modern men, but I didn't know where to go. I thought, where do you go to learn this kind of thing? And thankfully, at that same time, blog posts is coming around. That's a true story. And so I went and I thought, how many people were really going to show up? We're a bunch of nuts and we want to write about our pets. Well, 250 people at that first conference. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not so crazy now. It's, it's a multi-billion dollar industry, as you know. Yeah, definitely. And, and and from being there, too, it's what I love is, you know, I'm really techie. I really get into all the tech stuff. But what I really like is that it, it covers a wide range of things that that uh, writers and, and, and folks that want to get into this, like yourself, can learn everything from the really, really basic, like, how do you set up a website <laughs> to yes. more in-depth stuff, really in-depth technical, uh, you know, like full-on marketing stuff and, 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 and learning the new platforms that are out there. It's a great resource. Absolutely. I mean, everything from, you know, what should I do on Facebook to get my cat some more attention to? I have no idea how to legally set up a business to get myself because you get in a lot of trouble if you don't, you know, if, you, if you're making money and you don't know how to get that onto the books or what to do with it. I mean, there's, and especially this year's conference, I just got, I'm sure that I would be um, thrown out my window if my boss heard me saying this, but there's a, a, a big time A-lister coming to the conference this year. That's such a, a big name in the social media world. We're going to make an announcement probably next week. Um, and, and I literally today, Lori, <laughs> just got word of this and I'm begging, 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 but um, anybody who's anybody in the social media world will know this person. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about the way the conference has evolved, but also how we cap it at 500 people. So if you come, you're not just a, you know, a number on a board. We get to know you. Yeah, definitely. And there are, it is incredible how many people, like you said, you cap it at 500, but there are hundreds of the, of bloggers and, and folks out there, microblogs too, that are out there. And they're on all sorts of different pro- platforms. I mean, some like yourself are on most of the platforms, Facebook, mm-hmm. Pinterest, et cetera, and, mm-hmm. and a blog, a website, and everything like that. But some of them are, are, are microbloggers that maybe just do one platform uh, at a time, and, and there are literally hundreds out there. And it doesn't seem like folks are getting tired of uh, new bloggers coming because I'll, I'll see a new one that I've literally just heard about, and it will already have thousands of followers. So oh yeah, what, what do you think it is? I mean, what is it about pet blogging and pet media that makes it so popular right now? I really believe it's uh, twofold. It's that the pet finally has a place and it's not in, in the home. I feel that people are no longer afraid to say pets are family. And so this is a place where you could come and 
grow a business out of that, turn it into a hobby, and you're with mm-hmm. 500 other people just like you. You're not that crazy cat lady. You're not that silly fish person. I mean, capybara, a snake, you know, whatever, dog. Um, and I think number two is the pet industry has woken up. I think I think finally a lot of brands are looking and saying, my goodness, I know that if Lassie, for example, uses blah, blah, blah product, well, maybe that dog will too and that dog will too. Or if the cat uses that cat litter, well, perhaps this cat will and that cat will. And what better voice to, to talk about that than a real pet parent who has, say, a half a million followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. And what do you think, when, when you're looking at it, what do you think that driving um, factor is for most people to even get into? Because it's, it's like you said, it's not easy. And I think that, it, I think much like people watching a movie, they're like, oh, I could go up there and act like that. You really can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as easy as it looked. But what do you think is that driving factor that makes people want to get started? The things that I hear over the years, it's twofold. That I can't find the information I want online. So certainly there's got to be somebody else out there saying the same thing. And I think it's that there are people who traditionally they can't get uh, a job at a newspaper. They can't get the gig that they want at the magazine. And so they create their own space. And then what's interesting about that is years and years and years ago, the magazines I wanted to get into some of them now come to me and ask me to write for them. And so, I, you know, I'm very grateful for that opportunity. And I think it's finding your voice, making your, vo- making your voice heard. And it's amazing, though. It's all about that pet. It's mm-hmm. all about that pet. And pets are there for us when the rest of the world walks out. We're going through some rough times right now, no matter what side of the political fence you're on. Mm-hmm. Pets don't care. They come <laughs> yeah. home, you know. They don't care what side, you know, you're Democrat or you're Republican, you didn't vote. Who's going to tell the pet? They just want their belly rub. They want their food. You know, let's play and let me nap. Now get out of my face if you're a cat. But yeah, most, most pets like to see you when you come home, right? Oh, and I totally think true. that there's such a voice out there for so many of us that it hasn't been heard. And, and social media and blogging gives us that, gives that voice. It gives us that opportunity to have a voice. Yeah, that's so funny that you say that because I don't know. I, I mean, I know you and I are friends on Facebook, but I don't know if you saw my post this morning. It was a political post, but people have been getting on to me about where are the pictures of all the dogs in the, in the snow? <laughs> and so I did, I, know. I did a big, long political post, but I made sure to put a picture of my dog in the snow as part of the post. Because it's like, here you go. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and, and you know what it is? It's, pets are the levelers of us all. You yeah. know, I mean. It, it just kind of to paraphrase, I mean, Lee Dickinson, they really do. Pet, pets just open up a whole world. And I think blogs and social media just make that a gateway and make it even wider. You know? They can. They're going to unify this country. I believe it. Well, we need to All take right, a break. for president. <laughs> there you go. We need to take a quick break, Carol. I'm, I'm hoping you can hang out for a bit more because I want to cover uh, some ground on, on how people can get into the business, okay? Okay, you got it. All right, so hang tight, folks. We're going to be back with more great advice from Carol in just a minute after a short break. You are listening to Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you trying to discover how to thrive in business and follow your purpose? Tune in to Entrepreneur Enlightenment with host Irina Benedict. You will learn how to combine practical business strategies with spirituality so you can grow your business with ease. If you've been searching for purpose, for freedom, for fulfillment, tune in to get your questions answered. Listen live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? 
Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1 866 472 5788. Again, that's 1 866 472 5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to petlovergeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, pet lovers. We are here with Carol Bryant, the author and creator of Fidos of Reality, and she's also with Blog Pause. And Carol, I wanted to, to jump back. You know, I, I used a couple of terms of, uh, in the last segment that I don't know that everybody knows. I use the terms blogger and microblogger. Can you, can you give us a little bit of insight? What, what's the difference there? Sure. So a blogger in the traditional sense is we go on a website and we read an article and it's, it's probably on a blog. Um, you even CNN, you know, all the different stories there, they have their own blogs. Um, now we have video blogs as well. So, and they're called vlogs, V-L-O-G-S. A microblogger is a smaller version of a blog. So Twitter is actually a form of a microblog. It's 140 characters. That's where the micro comes in. Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, they're all microblogs. Even if you don't think you're a blogger, you probably are if you have a social media account. And what's even more interesting is all of that um, is a permanent record, and that is housed somewhere. So I always tell people, write online what you wouldn't be afraid would be on the cover of the New York Times the next morning. And uh, that's kind of the yeah, you know, that's kind of the difference. Well, and as we are seeing now, screenshots last forever. <laughs> so even if you do oh, it, don't they? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Okay, so so that's that's great. So let's starting with that basis. You've got somebody who, like you mentioned in the previous segment, they said, "Hey, there, I just can't find this online." Surely there are other pet parents who are wondering. I'm going to mm-hmm. start something that will help inform people like me, and they want to get started in the business. What do you think is the best place for them to start? So just unplugging it, but it's only because this is what has helped me, is blogpaws.com, B-L-O-G-P-A-W-S.com. And from there, there's just a whole host of what you need to get started. And the very first thing is you actually need a blog. You need what's called a platform. So where are you going to write it? You Do you want to own that property or do you want to rent the space from someone? And it's very much the same as if you own your home or you rent, rent from someone. If you rent, you're going to have limitations as to how you can grow and what you can do. So right out of the gate, you have to decide, am I going to rent? And that would be where you host with someone else or am I going to own my own home? And that would be where you are what's called self-hosted. So if I plan to put up ads or I plan to work with brands or I ever in some capacity want to make money on my blog, I'm going to want to own that property because much like a homeowner, I can expand. I can do things to it. I don't have to call someone and I don't have to ask. So the very first thing you're going to want to do is decide, am I a hobbyist? Am I going into this for money? Am I going to do both? Am I going to do this to help rescue pets? Have a purpose, have a vision, and then decide on what's called a platform. So purpose, vision, and platform. Awesome. And and I would add too, uh, you know, as a someone who's in marketing a lot, you know, you need to know your brand. You need to know who you are. Yes. Yeah. yeah, what's your purpose? Like why are you there? Is it, you know, it's great to say I love my dog or I love my cat, but it's really different when 3 to 5 times a week you need to sit down and write something engaging. Mm-hmm that people are going to want to come back to not get bored and doesn't sound like everybody else. Yeah. And then things, things like, you know, your niche, you're like, who, yes. what specific audience are you going for? And, and even something as, as, as seems as simple and basic as the name of your blog can be huge. Yes. And that's another thing. Like I've opted in my life knowing, and, and my life is pets, right? 
but I've opted not to put my pet's name into my blog because I know someday I probably won't have that pet. And I've seen this happen to so many people. They call it, you know, Fifi's blog or Fluffy's blog. And then when they're not with us anymore, if you're planning to stick around for the long haul, it's really difficult emotionally, but also for your business model. So view your blog or your presence as your brand and then market the heck out of it. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Okay. So, You've got uh, your purpose. You've got your brand. You know where you're going to start. You've got your place where you're going to start writing if, if writing articles and blog posts are your thing. What mm-hmm. platforms are there out there? Let's say that you're like, eh, I don't know, big, huge blog has Carrie right now. I want to do something smaller. What's that micro blog thing? What would be some of those platform options that are out there? So like Facebook. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to, I'll start with Facebook. That's, you know, everybody knows it. Who doesn't know Facebook? You have a not a personal page, but a business page for yourself. So Carol Bryant, I have my own, Laurie and Clements, she has her own Facebook. You want to make a Facebook page that is in the name of your your brand. So even if it's going to be, you know, dogs, dogs make me smile. I don't know. I love dogs, whatever it is. You want to name that Facebook you want a page. You don't want a personal profile. And what that does is it tells Facebook, hey, I'm here for the long run, I'm here as a business. I'm here as a brand. Very much like, say, Coca-Cola or 7-Up or Pepsi. Their brands, well, so are you. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just there's flexibility in that. Um, there's barriers as well. But I would definitely say the very first thing, you, you have to have a Facebook page. For no other reason than once you've decided on a name, make sure you register with Facebook and you get that page so no one else can take it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, So that would be my first thing out of the gate is get that Facebook page use it to promote your brand, your product, and um, you need a social media plan around it, but we could have a whole other show about that. A whole other show about that. Okay, and then Twitter, kind of the same thing, yes. yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Twitter is more um, what's going on right now in real time. So Facebook, if I told you something at 8 o'clock in the morning, you might not find that out until 4 o'clock in the afternoon when you decide to go on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Twitter is like a live conversation. If you're at the cocktail party, for me, I compare Twitter to a cocktail party. Everybody's talking and all these different things are going on. And you can choose to engage in the conversation of choice. So you got 140 characters. That means letters or numbers. And you get to talk to people in sound bites, much like is very hot and trendy in the news right now. There's a lot going on on Twitter. Um, you know, what's nice about it, too, is breaking news happens there. And we find out about it on Twitter before it even happens on the news, the, the actual, mm-hmm. you know, nightly news sometimes. So Twitter for that real time, I've got to tell it, um, I'm going to show it. And that's very visual as well, too. You want to include pictures with your posts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're somebody that's more about in the now, right here and now, Twitter's your thing. So what about uh, if you're more on the visual side, you know, the, the oh, photos yeah. and stuff like that? Absolutely. Instagram is the hottest social media property uh, to be had it, right now. And I believe this is the year of Instagram. I'll put myself, my crystal ball out there. It's growing. Uh, it, it's just, it, it, you took a cute picture of your cat, Instagram. You, It's up and running and it's so user-friendly. You're up and running in moments. And what's nice about it is it's willing to grow with you. So if you want to do a lot with it, great. If you don't, then great. And I've written so many blog posts about it on blogpost.com that you can just, if you literally come in and put the word Instagram there, I could walk you through getting up and running in a weekend. So if you're a visual person, if you're like me and you you eat, sleep, and breathe with your phone, um, that's my best advice, too, is don't try to get a picture of your pet and move or wake them up or you know the dog's going to move. You know the cat's going to wake up. Have that phone with you even if you just keep it in your, your pocket or something. Have your phone with you and get that moment when they least expect to tire them out and then go to town and take as many pictures as you need. Yeah, I, I don't know about most people, but for me, I have more pictures of my dogs and my cats on my phone than anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not at any small loss for a number of uh, dog pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Now, th- what about Pinterest? Because I know that that's another really, really popular social media platform mm-hmm. for folks. Yeah. So someone taught me this recently, and I, I'm, I'm so happy I get to share with your audience. Pinterest is really popular. And why people go there is to buy something, to try something, or to do something. So if you remember buy, try, or do, gear your pins around it. So if I'm trying to teach you 10 ways to get your cat to use the litter box, that's a great image for a pin. You know, a, a great, great headline with a great picture. Uh, six things your dog 
doesn't want you to know about the treats he's eating or maybe does want you to know. So I either want to buy something, I want to try something, I want to make my a mudroom in my house for my dog. Try it, mm. learn it on Pinterest. I mean, I go into Pinterest and I, I look up and four hours went by because, you know, I want to make $80 worth of crap that I don't need. Right. Um, so, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, Pinterest is a really good platform um, for a different purpose. So it's highly visual, but it's right. very actionable. It's a very and, actionable. And it's long term, too. I go and will pin things and I won't come back to it for months, but I remember it's there. And so it's almost like a, a, a folder for me on my computer that I can go to for old stuff. So that's, yes, that's huge. Now, talk about uh, YouTube. Yes. So video, it, you know, I, I just was told this by our um, the, the head of blog pause, Claude David, and she said to me, speaking's the new writing. And, you know, I think there's something to be said about that. Video is so popular. I just read a stat in the Washington Post that 80% of the entire Internet within the next five years, that's 80% will be video. Wow. And so, you know, YouTube has its place. That's great if you want to be able to refer back to videos. I think uh, Facebook Live is going to give them a run for their money, to be honest. That's the video feature that's on right. Facebook now. And I actually have been using that more than anything, um, any other form of, of video lately, just because, you know, you can go live and whatever you're doing, you're live and someone could see you and your dog taking part in some sort of pet friendly activity. And yeah. it's a great way to get to know people. Just know what you're saying before you go on because it's live. Yeah, it's it is live. live. And it doesn't give you the opportunity to put in extra graphics or things like that that YouTube. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So there's pros and cons, but I think that's a nice snapshot of the different platforms out there. That, great, great, awesome. I love it. And I wish we had more time because you could go into so much more stuff, but we're, we're, we're totally uh, at time. So I'm. thank you so much, Carol, for coming on today. Give us real quick how we can find you online. So you can go to Fidos, F-I-D-O-S-E of reality.com. And all of my information is there and I'd love to connect with you. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Carol. Really appreciate it. Hang tight, everybody. We're actually going to, in the next two segments, meet some of these stars of the internet that actually got their start through blog pause. Hold on. We'll be right back on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you want to stay on the cutting edge of the bioeconomy, tune into TerraTech with host Jim Lane. Every day, new and substantial products are in our lives. What we wear, eat, and drink in our travels and in our health. TerraTech will spotlight these products and show you where and how they are being used. Listen for TerraTech live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join the innovators and the innovations and move forward. Why do some people seemingly make the same mistakes when it comes to love and relationships? What is the best way to find love? Make a visit each week to Destination Love. Host Shelley Pumphrey will bring what you need to know to find love. No, it's not about the next fad, dating site tips, scoring the first date, or looking your best. Rather, it's empowerment, knowing that your authentic self works best and the science behind finding love. Destination Love is live Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Voice America Variety. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back, pet lovers. Today we are talking about sharing our pets on the internet, putting them out there for everyone to celebrate on social media. So I'd like to introduce you to Alicia Halloran. She's created Odie's Eyes, and Odie's Eyes is on Instagram and has over 36,000 followers. Just awesome. Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Really happy to have you. I, I have to tell you, I, I am follow Odie, and I adorable, but I want you to tell everybody else, because, you know, we're on radio, so you can't really see it, but hopefully everybody's getting out their phones and looking him up on Instagram right now. But tell us a little bit about Odie, and what gave you the idea to share his story through social media, especially, you know, through Instagram? Right, right. Well, let me start out by saying it's Odie's eyes, O-D-I-E-S-E-Y-E-S. That's his handle on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you can imagine there's a handle. It's Odie's eyes. And Odie is a blind, no-eyed Shih Tzu. I adopted him. I rescued him about five years ago. Actually, we're coming up on six years. And at the time that I adopted him, he had severe glaucoma. And so about a year afterwards, he had to have his eyes removed. The thing about Odie is that he came to me really pretty broken. Like he was not very trusting. He was incredibly unpredictable and would have tantrums. And, you know, there was just a lot of behavioral issues, a lot of trust issues, a lot of those types of things going on. And about a year after I got him, I went to a conference. I went to Blog Pause, which I think you're familiar with. Yeah, I am. Which is a conference (laughs) for people who blog in the pet industry. And I was at a one of the sessions was about how to become an Instagram star. And I sat down and I saw one picture on Instagram. I'm like, oh yeah, this is it, Odie's eyes. And I created it right there in the moment, in the session. And really what came from that is it took a lot of my attention off of Odie, the dog, the actual dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I created what I wanted in, in Odie, in the dog himself. And in doing that, he's really matched to that dream dog. And actually, I think at this point, he has begun to outshine that persona. He is more than, than what I can ever post about him. While at the beginning, it was like, it would be nice if this is what where Odie were. He <laughs> right. grown into it. Yeah, and, and, and doesn't, uh, don't, aren't you able to do some really great things through this platform in, in, yes. w- with Odie and, and all of his followers? Yes, yes. Well, one of the things that I, I really enjoy doing is I collect blind and no-eyed dog accounts. So I like to see the other animals out there who are having those issues. I've worked with a lot of people who have had to have their dog's eyes removed, one or both, or their dogs are going blind, and they direct message me, and I'm able to support them through that process. Because there's a lot that the vets don't tell you. There's a lot of support that needs to happen in that, in that surgery, in that experience, that you don't really, there aren't any resources for. So it's my pleasure and my joy to be able to share our experience and help others through that. And I, I actually have to say, so that's how I found about, out about you in the first place, because my dog, mm. Penny, has had a, several tussles uh, with dogs bigger than her. <laughs> and uh, she is blind in one eye. And we've uh, looked at a couple of times of having it removed. And your your uh, Instagram was actually mentioned as one of those, like, oh, you need to check out Odie's eyes. Because, it, um, it like you said, it's great support. Because yeah. I think it's interesting that you picked Instagram, which is a photo-based. It's all about the visual. And yet yes. here it's the eyes that are missing and yet it's the perfect platform. Why Instagram versus a uh, Facebook or Twitter or something else? Um, Instagram, because I am a photographer by education and oh. <laughs> I makes perfect love sense, to take, so it's not by, you know, it's not my profession, but I went to school, I went to college, I have a BFA in photography and that is prior to the digital age. So I'm still new on, you know, the digital aspect of it, but it is the sense of being able to take pictures and to take pictures of my animals is like my favorite thing in the world. And Odie is just ridiculously cute. Like there is nothing, I don't have to do anything to make him any cuter. He is so cute to begin with. So he's an easy, easy subject. But that's why Instagram, that it was the fact that it's picture-based 
and that it isn't, it isn't a lot of writing. It's just a quick caption, what's going on, a funny little observation, or, you know, a story about, you know, what his experience is in anything. And so I, I, I want to get back to the photography part because I think that's that's awesome, actually. And that's something I know a lot of people want to know more about. But real quick, I want to ask you, so when you started this, you say you started it right there in that um, workshop at Blog Pause. What's, what's the journey been like for you? Any major lessons learned or pitfalls or things that you're like, oh, wow, people need to know about this? Yeah, well, I think that in terms of what I've found about the different platforms, um, you know, uh, Instagram versus Twitter versus uh, Facebook. I focus on Instagram, which allows me to post to Twitter and Facebook. So I have a, a small following on both of those, but I don't maintain those uh, in the same way that I do Instagram. That's just kind of secondary. So I think the most important thing is pick a platform and then know how to use that particular platform. So Instagram is when you want to gain and, and be part of, you know, the Instagram stardom, there is, number one is engagement. You have to engage with the people who like your stuff on your account and on theirs. But by the same token, don't follow everybody <laughs> because that kind of ruins your feed. You know, you want to engage with the people who engage with you. So you're really right. making friends. And I have to say that I have made friends all over the world through Instagram. And I've met several of them, people who have come to this country. I live in Las Vegas, so, you know, people come through here all the time. And I get to meet a lot of the people who have accounts. And that's really, really fun. So there are actual friendships that have been made through it. But so I you mentioned... I'm yeah, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep, keep going. What, I'm gonna, what I wanted to say was that I've, what I've learned on Twitter is Twitter is all about following. You follow everybody, and they follow you, and that's how you grow your, your presence there. Facebook is very much the same, that you're, you're really engaging in a different way. However, in my experience of Facebook, I feel that it's been algorithmed right out of usefulness. Like, I can't, I couldn't find your show you know, I, I can yeah. find things from June, <laughs> but I can't find your most recent post, which is really yeah, frustrating. No, and that's, there's a lot to be said for that. So it's for people that are listening that are maybe thinking, you know, I've, I've literally got the cutest cat on the face of the planet. I need to get her out onto social media. Oh, yeah. Facebook, Facebook is Instagram is a place to start. Facebook is very difficult to start for any brand. It's, it's getting more and more difficult yeah. because face mm-hmm. it, our feeds are full of we're not going to get into it, but it's full of a lot of other right, stuff. Right, exactly, exactly. Nothing. I wish there were more pictures of cute cats and dogs on the um, everything yes. right now. <laughs> I, I want to ask you, um, you mentioned that you are a photographer by training, which is fantastic. But I think that, frankly, might be a little intimidating to people that are listening mm-hmm. and they're saying, well, gosh, well, that's why she's doing so well on Instagram. But um, no. I, give us some tips, <laughs> some things that, you know, some little things that you're like, hey, if you do this and this, your pictures are more likely to turn out really great. What kinds of right. tips can you give folks? Well, one of the things is if you have the opportunity to use an actual camera, that's one of the biggest things because the clarity is much greater with those. But if you're using your phone, which is really how I've started, I've only recently just started using a real camera. Um, But if you're using your phone, the thing to know is that clarity is the most important thing. Don't post blurry pictures. Unless it's part of the game. You know, like if I have posted pictures of Odie shaking his head, so his head's all blurry. And, you know, usually the caption is, I lose my head whenever blah, blah, blah. You know, that it's part of the joke. It's part of the post. As opposed to, look at how cute my cat is with the big red eyes and a blurry picture. Like, there's Mm -hmm. nothing cute there. You know, so to really be mindful about what you're posting. And the thing that, that, that happens with that is you have to take a lot of pictures. My phone, um, I have 37,000 photographs on my phone, and they are all of my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably rivaling you, that, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> and that there are other accounts, I, and I always was a little shameful about that, but I have a friend who I met, um, and she had more. And her oh, wow. account is exquisite. Her photographs are beautiful and that I would look at them 
every day. I love looking at them. So that that's part of it is the is posting things that people want to see and that want right. they want to look at. Um, so do you, you have any kind of apps that you use as far as like editing and things like that? Or do you just straight out take I the photo edit, and then use the Instagram editor? I edit through Instagram mostly. And occasionally I'll use um, the Photoshop app, the Photoshop Lite app. Everything's done on my phone. I don't use my computer for any of it. So my phone, if I'm using my camera, they all Wi-Fi transfer to my phone. And then I do everything there. Um, so I don't do a lot of heavy editing. You know, I'll up the brightness or the contrast, maybe sharpen it a little bit, but just to kind of add to it, not to fix it. Mm-hmm. That, right, I yeah. think, is one of the most important I, things. Yeah, and I'm not a big filter gal myself. I know that some people are all about yeah, I don't use I, filters, I'd rather see the no. crisp, fabulous photo myself. Yes, yes. Def- tell, so tell everybody one more time how they can follow Odie on Instagram. Odie's Eyes, O-D-I-E-S-E-Y-E-S, on Instagram. Fantastic. Perfect. Thank you so much, Alicia. Thanks for coming on the show, and give Odie a big hug and a kiss for us, please. I certainly will. This was really fun. Have a great afternoon. Thank you so much. Hang tight, everyone. We've got more Internet stars on the way, so sit, stay, and we'll give you the treats when we come back on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1 866 472 5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, pet lovers. Today we're talking about pets on social media. Now, we don't have much time left today, but we do have one more guest that I want to squeeze in. I've got Deb from Tuxedo Trio on the line with us. Deb's three tuxedo-clad kitties, Ben, Jack, and Hugo, are all over social media. She's got a blog, TuxedoTrino.com, YouTube, Facebook. They're big stars on Instagram. They even started making appearances on Snapchat. So she's going to talk to us all about all of those different social media channels that they are found on. So, Deb, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Happy to be here. I'm excited. So uh, your, your kitties are adorable. 
adorable. So um, mm-hmm. I thank just, you. I, I, they're really cute. But I wanted you to talk about what drove you to start Tuxedo Trio, and and how has social media, or why does social media, you know, shape that? Sure. So I started a blog about five years ago when I first adopted Ben and Desmond, who unfortunately is now past. Um, but uh, I started a blog because I was actually starting to toilet train my kittens and I kind of wanted to document my progress and, um, just sort of keep track of everything. And that was just sort of a one, one time thing I thought, um, but it started getting a lot of traffic. Um, and then I, uh, I was on Instagram just as myself, just my own personal account. And I started, um, mostly just posting photos of my cats because I'm obsessed with them. Um, and my friends all laughed at me and said, Deb, you, all you ever do is post pictures of your cats. And I, and I sort of had this epiphany where I was like, you know what, I, that, that is all I do. So I made my account public because it was private. Um, and I changed my account name to Tuxedo Trio. And I changed my blog name to Tuxedo Trio. And then I just sort of started building from there. Um, and it wasn't too long after I changed my account name um, to be more focused on my cats where we started really taking off. I think um, we were featured by Cats of Instagram in March of 2014. And then uh, it just, it erupted. Um, I had thousands and thousands of followers within a week. It was crazy. Um, So then it just started, you know, building from there. And then I expanded to Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and just sort of kept expanding (laughs) yeah and you do have you have a huge following on instagram it's like over fifty thousand followers but you mentioned and and this is why i've asked you to come on you didn't just stick with that one platform so why work on all those other platforms why not just stick with what you know was working yeah i think it was you know as soon as i started you know referring to us as tuxedo trio it felt more like i had branded ourselves and i wanted to put that brand out there everywhere and sort of claim our stake. So I wanted to make sure that I had all of the handles for Tuxedo Trio everywhere. So on Facebook, on Twitter, um, on Tumblr, and I just wanted to make sure that we we had our name and no one else had it on any other giant social media platform. Sure. And do you um, spend a lot of time on those other platforms or you just I do, actually, I do. And it's funny how all of the different platforms have different quirks and different types of people, yet we still get large followings on certain ones. Um, and I think we do have a lot of crossover, too. But yeah, I, I, do, I do take the time to explore different avenues and um, learn the audience and uh, post different types of media to different platforms yeah, so we also have a, we have a YouTube, youtube account as well so yeah, I, I, um i, I, I yeah. watch a couple of those youtube videos <laughs> and, and 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 this isn't like this is your only job this is this is not your day job by any no means. no <laughs> so, and i want i want everybody listening to understand that that like that this is something you really truly can, can, anybody can do um but it does take a lot of time it does yeah um it takes a lot of time so but you know i'm constantly taking photos and videos of the cats and thinking of blog posts to write about the cats um and i just am constantly so engrossed in that that it's something that just sort of happens but yeah you're right it is it is not my full-time job it's just a really big hobby um yeah, I always say my my dream job is stay at home cat mom, yeah, but exactly. um, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> I, I totally, I totally feel you on that one. Now, tell us about Snapchat because that's one of the newer social media platforms out there, and you you're you're dipping your toe in it and getting some traction there. So, as someone who's new to the scene, and believe me, I don't know much at all about Snapchat other than what my nieces and nephews tell me. Tell us, um, tell us what you need to do to get your pet out there, cat cat or your pet or any. Any of your fur kids out there on Snapchat? Yeah. So I think what has helped, of course, is that we have a following everywhere else. Um, so I've put my Snapchat profile um, in our um, Instagram profile. So you can you can if you go to Instagram and you see us and we're posting like Snapchat like videos or, you know, you'll check our, our profile, you'll see that we have a Snapchat profile and you can go. And I think that's where we get a lot of our followers from. They see we're also on Snapchat and they add us on Snapchat. So that has helped me. 
Um, I started Snapchat a little over a year ago, um, and it was just because one of my friends had mentioned to me that she was reading an article that stated, um, even if you don't like Snapchat, you should try to get your account name in there so that you have it because Snapchat's not going away um, and it's getting bigger and bigger. And it has since since I joined, they've had so many feature changes and it is getting bigger. Um, so I'm really glad that I joined and that I learned how to use it because it is a finicky platform. Yeah. That do- it doesn't really come with a lot of instructions. You have to sort of seek out um, how to use it and what to do when you're on it. And it's primarily mobile, too. Yes, yes it, it is, is primarily yeah. mobile. Just like Instagram is primarily mobile. I mean, it, yes. it, yeah. So that, and that's great, too, for, for today's society and how we do things. I, I think that's really, really cool. What, if you were to be giving one piece of advice to pet parents that are wanting to get out there in the pet social media star scene, mm-hmm. as it were, what would your one piece of advice be? I have two, actually. Okay. So, Go for it. Um, come up with, with your brand. brand. So, mm-hmm. you, you need um, you need to know who you are. Um, you know, whether it's Tuxedo Trio or whatever, it doesn't have to be a goofy name or anything like that. Um, come up with your brand idea, um, and then to put out really quality content. Um, so we, I actually, <laughs> my apartment uh, doesn't have the best lighting at all. Uh, we just don't have very good sunlight. So um, I'm constantly trying to um, get better lighting in here and use a better camera to try to take nice pictures um, and videos so that um, the content is very good for people who are watching it. So those are my two big suggestions. And what, what would you say are like the pitfalls, things that should be avoided if possible? Ooh, um, uh, I would say um, not being social. So don't expect to put images or videos up there and have people start to reply to you and not reply back. So being friendly and meeting people through Instagram um, or Facebook or wherever you choose to go is probably um, the easiest way to make friends and get more followers. That's great. Yeah, it is called social media after all. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so tell us, tell everybody where they can find you and, and so that they can check out uh, the Fur Kids. Sure. So we're at TuxedoTrio.com. Um, we're also on YouTube at The Tuxedo Trio. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat. Um, I think that's all of them uh, at Tuxedo Trio. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Deb, for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure chatting. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having me. me. Absolutely. And thanks for all of my other guests today who came on to talk to us about being social media pet stars. Um, really appreciate that. And make sure you tune in next week. Next week, I'm going to be recapping all the amazing things that I saw this week at the North American Veterinary Conference. We'll be chatting with veterinarians about cutting edge discoveries, tools, uh, new tech gadgets, medicines, procedures, everything to keep our pets healthier and happier and living longer. And so until next Saturday, give those fur kids a cuddle. And thanks for joining us today on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Thank you for tuning in this week for Pet Lover Geek. Please join your host, Lori and Clemens, for another edition next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go grab your best friend and take them out and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.